Oh, hey everyone, uh, I'm back here in one of the dairy freezers. Get it? Cold open. Bunch. You know what time it is? It's time for another episode of the Jungle Gyms Podcast. And you probably know that because you clicked on this and you're listening to it right now. Maybe you're in your car. Maybe you're sitting at home. You know what you're probably doing is avoiding doing any work and letting me entertain you for the afternoon. And you know what? Thanks so much for doing that. This is a quick, easy part of the show where I can say things like, hey, leave me a really nice review. It doesn't actually have to be a nice review. I also entertain ones, two-star reviews, you name it. I just want reviews in general. It's great on Apple Podcasts as well as on Spotify because that's how podcasts and shows like this get to grow. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you very much. I think we're very visually... Come on through, everyone. We want it to look lived in. It's okay. People are going to stare at the jacket. You'll just be a body. And later, you can like the post. It'll be perfect. Oh, you can absolutely shake my hand on camera. All right, hold on. Let's just say, what's your name? Preston. Preston, what are you doing here at Jungle Gyms today? Uh, walking around. Cool. Are you here to get, I see you got some cake mix. Are you making me, oh, it's a brownie mix. Oh my gosh. Brownies. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Preston, how did you know how much I like brownies? Oh, uh, sure. We'll make you some. All right, we'll see you next week on the show then, Preston. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It'll be on Jungle Gyms' YouTube page tomorrow morning, so... And if you can, yeah, exactly. So check it out. This is Jungle Gyms Podcast. And we're available on Spotify, iTunes, all the places that you get your podcast. So this is how you get in there. So welcome. Yeah, it was, it's so nice to meet you too. Sorry, I keep whiffing on the hands. Preston, right? Okay, I thought I had it right. Cool. Anyway, that was Jeff, everyone. Um, <laughs> but this week on the show, we got all kinds of fun stuff coming up for you. And you never know what's going to happen to Jungle Gyms. That's what I love about this place. See, it's a visual thing. That gag won't work that well in audio only. So you really should be tuning into YouTube. Let's blow this up. I'm trying to be a YouTube superstar. I've been actually trying for 20 years. Slowly but surely getting there. So anyway, this week we've got some fun stuff. And you know what? I've got a great thing that you all can get involved with me on the show. You know, I'm always trying to engage the audience. I'm always trying to get you all to play along. And lately we've been discussing the idea of doing unorthodox food pairings. So one of our segments today is about that. Uh, and I'm bringing on Hot Sauce Mike, who you may remember from the show, as well as my pal Chris V, which is why we're standing over here in ice cream because today we're going to be tasting out a bunch of hot sauces with some ice cream. Pretty exciting. And later in the show, I'll be sitting down with sommelier Michael B, and he's going to be walking through our Summer of Rosé, a bunch of our upcoming beer and wine events that are coming up here soon. I said that in an incredibly redundant fashion, but all kinds of fun stuff happening in the jungle. We're bringing back sake to me, all kinds of good stuff. So on that, like I said, I'm hanging out here. I had to grab some really nice Grater's Madagascar vanilla bean ice cream to do this and pair it with some of the hottest hot sauces. You got a Naruto run through the scene, right? Uh, and on that, let's just toss it over to Hot Sauce Mike and Chris. We're going to the studio. Come on through, everybody. You're okay. All part of the show, folks. Welcome to Jungle Gyms. All right, on to the show. All right, everybody. We're back today here. I'm really excited. Hot Sauce Mike is back on the show today. And if you haven't, by the way, you should check out his YouTube channel, too. Let's just get that out of the way first. Thank you. Mike, uh, you had a great idea, and we were talking about doing some unorthodox pairings. So we're like, oh, when you pitched this, I was like, we got to do this. So Mike's like, let's get some ice cream and some hot sauces. So, of course, I had to bring uh, regular on the show. 
Chris as well from dairy. So yeah, here to sling with frozen that. in this particular frozen. Excuse instance. me. Yes, I am I'm the sorry. Ice cream guy. Yes, you are. The so ice it worked cream. out. You're the ice cream man. Stop when he's passed by. Yeah. So what did you bring? You brought a different one this time, right? We I went oat. Ooh, oat yeah. vanilla. Yeah, give him give him a little hand out to the camera so they can see it. Yeah, it looks good, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Part of the journey, and we're just doing Grater's vanilla, right, Chris? Would you give him a quick hand? Yeah, the Madagascar vanilla bean. Ooh, it's I hear that's vanilla. the best place for vanilla beans is, uh, is. DreamWorks animated. And it's films. not fake; they actually do source real ones, which is a big difference. Yeah, so. yeah. No, I'm into that. That's actually really cool. Grater's is awesome. and I'm I'm loving both of these. So, uh, all right, so we've got three different hot sauces. Which I said, Mike, tell me what you brought with us. All today. right, so for our first one, we've got hell or no wrong one. Spice Enterprises Plumberry, which I'm pretty sure you're familiar with. Oh yeah, we tried that last time. time. It was yeah, great. Yeah, I'm gonna fix, move your mic just a little bit. Sorry. Yes, sir. Next one up. Ah, here's the Hellfire, whichever. Ooh. Uh, what is it? Chocolate Cherry Hell. Okay. That one's got some heat with it. And then we've got the Reaper from uh, Elijah's Extreme, which is pretty tasteful. It's got like blackberries, uh, bourbon, and a few other. What's cherries. the pepper in that one? And which one? Is it Reaper? Reaper. Reaper. Is that going to light us up? Nah, we should be fine. Well, the, I should be fine. You guys, I, don't I know. think I, I, I think you found less. I had decent tolerance. You'd be okay. Just, just minute amounts. Well, Drown it in ice cream. You had? Um, I also have some Alka Seltzer in here just in case. I don't think I've had a Carolina Reaper, oh, but I think I've been there. Yeah, I think I've had, uh, I don't know, man. We're bad at the spices. That's not our world. But I That's like why we hot brought stuff, experts. but like, I'm more of just a habanero guy. Oh, yeah, habanero is delicious. You like it basic. Yeah, yeah it's got a little smoky but flavor. But I'm, I'm here for the, you know, the new stuff. So. Yeah, I'm glad that you're down to try And we do carry all these in store, right? Yes, sir, we do. So uh, are they arranged in order from like least to most hot? Like what should we for I audience's mean, sake? Uh, this the, is the, the least hottest one. Like, okay. This is the hottest one. Here we okay. go. Perfect. No, that's no, no, no. I'm cool. Make it easy for them. Cool. Well, so then let's do, uh, let's go down the line, boys. Want to start right. out hot or you want to start out mild? Let's work. What do you think? You're the okay, hot yeah, sauce yeah. expert. I feel like I, you guys haven't tried it yet. You will start you first, mild so. to wild. Well, I yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we want to keep tasting. So yeah. we should go mild, <laughs> mild to wild. <laughs> mild to wild. Just, uh, kids, don't look that up on the internet. Uh, <laughs> you should have or the, we'll look that up on the internet. <laughs> the ketchup and mustard for, from Dumb and Dumber. Dumb. Yeah. I literally have a thing of antacids at my desk just in case. We'll pretend like we didn't do it. So. The only non-store item today, right, is the, uh, is the Hot brownie? Sauce Mike Special Brownie. Yeah, we got the old Angus store, the Coconut One. Shout out to you guys, Steve and Michelle. Hell yeah. They bake these at their little shop. And oh, it's cool. in Oregon. That's awesome. Very nice. Good deal. I'm excited about this. All right, so what do we think? Just like a little a bite of ice cream and a little blob of sauce? Is that pretty much the yeah, move? keep it simple. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm not trying to kill you guys. I mean, if you were, that's cool. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll see a little bit. <laughs> Pre-scooped, huh, Chris? This is, uh, you know, I always wanted to open a pre-scooped ice cream place. Where it, for real. And, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know if I can tell it all on the, on the show, but uh, remind me afterwards for sure. But I thought it'd be fun if you could order it in, uh, I wouldn't call them scoops, but uh, they, you'd order oh, one nice. at a time or two at a time, okay. and that'll probably put it together. It's funny. So hopefully well, someone's not. out there stealing my ideas. <laughs> it happens, right? Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, we got a little vanilla out. Grab your piece, my man. Oh, cool. Grab All right, I didn't know we were doing that too. Sweet. Thank Put you. Put your ice cream on it if you want. They're a little spicy, just a heads up. Just the not too extreme. brownie is yeah, too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, right. I didn't know He's that. He's like, yes, more I heat. was kind of wondering, like, what's going on with this brownie situation? <laughs> oh, that's delicious, though. Isn't it's got it good really? heat, but it's, yeah. Ice Ooh. cream on it. Put some hot sauce. Bada bing, bada Ooh. Boom. There we go. That's a great brownie. It really is. <laughs> it's got some heat on it for sure. All right. You want to start out with uh, Spice Enterprises? Let's Plum go. Berry. 
Heat on the back end. Plumberry. Yeah, heat on the back end, if you know what I mean. And if you don't, Google mild to wild. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, sir. Thank you, sir. Another one. Plumberry Storm here. I love it. This was really good. I enjoyed this when we tried it on the last Very show. Flavorful. Not really much heat. No, I love that. Come on. Here we go. Here we go. Chris. Ooh, yeah, that brownie's definitely got some action. It does. I'm, like, really looking forward to the cold ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great combined. Right, right. <clears throat> oh, man. It's extra taste buds on an adventure. It really does. And you get that little bit of hot sauce taste at the top. And then almost instantly the creaminess of the vanilla and then the plum and that like plum berry flavor. Out. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's a that's good an flavor. experience. That is an experience. You might be onto something here, bud. <laughs> no, that's good. I'm glad you guys that's a good flavor. See, I'm, there we go. Yeah, this is fun. Yeah, I spread the love, spread the heat with you guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. When we're done, me and Chris, you'll just see us in the corner pouring them leftover ice cream. In our What's crazy? Everything's fine. Everything's yeah. fine. What's crazy to me is this bottle does have a um, Carolina Reaper inside. That to me was pure flavor. It wasn't very hot. That brownie was hotter. Yeah, the brownie, the brownie was deceptively hot. Actually, yeah. I like that about but it. But very flavorful on top. Yeah, it was. A, it, honestly, that was my first thought. I was like, "Oh, this is delicious." I'll pass this back over. Yeah, yeah. All right, I think this through. Yeah, it's all right. Ooh, I'm eating the brownie last probably because that definitely got me. I got me going. It did. I can hang, but I want to make sure I get through the other tasting. All right. So what we got next, my friend? All right. The next ones we got is Elijah's Extreme. Uh, da, 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 Reaper Extreme. I'm sorry. It's got uh, black cherries, cranberries, bourbon in it as well. Ooh, that sounds good. This one's another one that's very flavorful. I mean, it's, you're going to notice the heat, but it's probably going to be more on the back end. Than anything. Okay, cool. Yeah, the last one was great. It, great flavor. You know, I, when I had the Tannenbaum's hot sauces in there, we did sort of a similar thing where he was like, you know, and theirs is very flavorful. You know, it has a little bit of spice, but it's, yeah, yeah, you know, more flavor than anything. For sure. It's mm -hmm. a jelly with a hint of spice. And I like that about it. Right? It was yeah. fun. Um, it was one I can bring to mild par parties. Yeah. Um, but I, what I like so much about the hot sauce these days, you know, I'll give you another shot just in case. But I like so much about this is that ooh, it smells good, too. I like that they're adding all these additional flavors. Yeah, give me some on there. You got to spread the love. <laughs> Here you go, my friend. Yes, sir. All right, everybody. It smells good on the ice cream. Cheers. Salud. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's fun, too. And that burn is nice on the back end. I don't think I got enough. I'm tasting too much ice cream. Mm. <laughs> all right, I'll go back in. He's going in this one. Yeah, it's got that like kind of like barbecue-y almost taste. Mm -hmm. And yeah, now a lot I of flavor from the cherries and the black cherries. Yeah, and you said there was bourbon in there too, mm -hmm. right? Ooh, yeah. that's good. Yeah. Now I want. Yeah. <laughs> now I want to do this with uh, barbecue sauce. Barbecue <laughs> pan. There you go. I want to do a uh, a really Blood. gross ketchup episode. Oh dear. Because I'm yeah. not a ketchup guy, and I'm kind of like I'd like to ruin ketchup for the world. That's so good. That's really good. Yeah. That one was awesome, okay, too. You guys like it. Every time you bring something delicious, though, I'm not surprised by this. this You're is not just you telling me it's do. awesome because... No. All right. <laughs> no, no, I'm allowed to say I don't like things. I, I got that memo. That was you know what, he, what you're actually creating here? I don't know if you guys know of it. The like, I guess it would be an appetizer, the Jezebel. It's like mm -hmm. a brick of cream cheese, and you would put like an apricot or a, um, like a plum jelly glaze yeah. over it. Ooh. That's a big thing. My mom makes one of those. Yeah. But this is kind of like what's going on here. 
Yeah, like cold and refreshing. You called it Jezebel. I love that. That's the yeah. name for it too. Yeah, yeah a little oh, sweet, a little spicy mm, yeah. that kind of lady. <laughs> I'm gonna take another bite. I will, I'll dive back in with that. What's the heat element in the uh, in the brownie? Do you know offhand? It's a three. I don't know how the rankings are, but they've got six levels. We're only on the third. The higher you get, the hotter it is. That's a three. That's an impressive three too. That was it like is. oh, 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 oh. It, like unless you know it's there. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it doesn't ruin yeah. your experience. knocking on the door. I'm like oh, who's it's that? really delicious though. <laughs> that's the uh, the frustrating part for me as somebody who has good spice tolerance is that. Well, actually, it's very nice in this room today, so I wouldn't sweat through it. But I'm like I'm like oh, that tastes delicious. I'd crush that. Right. And then be like yeah, everything's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fine. I'm just sweating more than normal. Yeah. That's good. Mike, you're killing it, man. Yeah, nice and congrats job. on the success on the channel, too. Thank you, thank you. Yeah. Hot sauce roulette, I'm here for it. <laughs> Honestly, anytime you can put Megan in trauma, I'm here for it. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right, you guys good. ready for the next one? So the next one's the I'm hot, ready. hot one, right? Yeah, yeah the next Christmas. one is by uh, Hellfire. It's their uh, Chocolate Hell. I'm really looking forward to this one, actually. You can see that this is the one I'm putting the biggest scoop of ice cream out for. <laughs> I think it's just going to be the most flavor, though, too. Yeah, probably. Now, when you hear chocolate, you're going to think of some sweetness. Like, it has some chocolate chocolate. Sure. In it, but then I think it's got some, like, actual chocolate dark color peppers. Okay. Which gives it a texture. Ooh, yeah. There, let's get you on this bad boy. We got fans. Oh, it's okay. So that one's running. Very running. Okay. Might be careful. Yep. Let me get a smell on this one, too. Oh, this one smells violent. This, <laughs> you woke up and chose violence today, huh? Well, chocolate cherry hell there for you. Hellfire, huh? That name alone is just scary. It really is, dude. I'm like, uh, give me that spicy gravy. Oh, yeah. You know, it looks kind of chocolatey, too. That's great. Good luck, Chris. We love you. <laughs> Thank you. I've uh, sent your obit to the family just in case. All right, gentlemen. Here we go. Cheers. 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 I can get it. Instant. Heat. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Woo, that is hot. Oh, but it's also still really good where I'm like, oh, I'll get the rest that dripped off. You, as soon as, before I even taste it, you could like feel the heat. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still a great level of heat. That's still a good combination. I'm not like in trouble, but it's got some heat. Yeah. And I would never consider myself like a spice aficionado, but I feel like the more we collab on the show, dude, the yeah, better the I'm going to get this. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Damn, that's great. I'm glad you guys enjoyed this experience. So what I feel would like somebody generally put that on what? besides ice cream? <laughs> that or this stuff? Any yeah. I mean, I mix it with my yogurt as well. Do you really? Yeah. You're a spicy boy, though. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> like I said, I like taking my taste buds in on adventure. That's how yeah. we learn. It's there really true. It's really, I'm surprised how much I enjoyed that. Like, you know, it's, it's always, I come in with kind of pretty open-minded, yeah. but then I'm like, oh, Reapers, huh? Okay. <laughs> it's good. Like, if you get a regular Reaper hot sauce, it'd probably be nothing like what we just had. Sure. It'd light, light you up or anything. Yeah. yeah. That's good, though. And, the, and, you know, the ice cream obviously offsets it a little bit, exactly, too. So yeah. you get the cool. Like counterbalances. I was still blown away last time when we were doing with the orange juice, where it was just like, I'd sip that orange juice, and I was it like, oh, it's over. Off, right? yeah, instantly. It's like weird. Crazy. <laughs> uh, what do you got coming up? Any fun sauces coming in or anything like that? Uh, any things you hope to do? see. We've got a few new lines coming in. We got a stanky sauce. It's coming in. They're from Florida. Cool. We've also got, um, oh, my gosh, Pup and the Pepper, which is another line from Indiana. They're a new one. They're coming in as well. Um, I'm doing the deviled egg 
deviled egg roulette today on my channel. We're filming cool. that. Um, nice. That looked. T- I saw the pictures. I was like, oh, I'm glad I. <laughs> I don't want to be. This one on I that. had to sit out, but they're yeah, they're going to be they're going to be in for a treat. I'm sure it looked <laughs> intense, man. Well, of course, wish you the best as always. If you ever thank have any you, stuff that you, you want to plug, you're always welcome over here. Thank you, thank you for hospitality. Oh my gosh, yeah, dude, this is great. No, Chris, appreciate it. That was great. You did great I had too. A great Thanks for the ice cream. Yeah, that was fun. Well, My pleasure. Thank yeah, you, what a good you. day. All right, and thank you for the brownie. No problem. Yeah, that was hey, delicious. We got to get those in. Yeah, here seriously. Somehow. Yeah, that was really good. I'm kind of surprised that's not. Yeah, is that on the list? Yes. Maybe it was the on the list, but I don't have a fridge. And oh, they need to be refrigerated. Yeah, okay, that's the whole thing. Oh, yeah. the, so there's a potential collab in the future. Yeah. And what I've got you here is this a chance for me to beg you somehow to bring Weekend of Fire back. I hear people ask me about it all the time. Hey, I'm working on it. Oh. I am definitely working on I it. I love we're that. Sounds to, like good. Dis- I'm, I'm hoping we get back to full festival yes, activity here I in the future. I am ready so. for it. The people are overdue, and they have been waiting. Yeah, it's going to be fun. <laughs> Mike, thanks so much for coming over, dude. Really thanks, appreciate it, dude. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Of course. You can cut through. Look at this guy. Hello, Ferdinand. <laughs> and thank you so much <laughs> to hot sauce mike and chris v for coming down mike i love it when you come visit i thank you for expanding my spice vocabulary as it were and it was really fun to try all that stuff and like i said earlier i want to get involved with the audience so if you have and i don't think i finished this well but if you have an unorthodox unorthodox food pairing i want you to send me an email at podcast at junglegyms.com because here's my plan i want you to maybe be on the show if you want and we could try your unorthodox food pairing it's gonna be great so, with that said, I'm hanging out over here in the middle of the summer of rosé because coming up next, I've got sommelier Michael B. coming on to talk about all these fun wine events. We've got some sake events. We're going international, baby. We've got all kinds of fun stuff. Maybe we even talked about Formula One racing. We did. I'm learning about it, and I love when people share their interests with me. So on that, let's go back to the studio with Michael, huh? All What's right. going on, Michael? I see we've got a, we've already got a little drink action in front of us. What are we trying today? I mean, it's one of the one of the benefits of being in the wine department at Jungle Gems, all the wine in the world. And this is one of my favorite rosés. Mm-hmm. It's from a, an estate in Paso Robles, south of Napa, in California, mm-hmm. and it's called Dow. And this is probably our prettiest bottle, and also fortunately one of our most tasty. Nice and crisp, dry mm-hmm. rosé. Okay. Uh, they're using traditional French grapes, Grenache and Syrah. Mm-hmm. So it got a little bit of a, just a touch of a white pepper, uh, nice fruit, okay. but great acidity. I mean, the whole point of rosé is that it's, uh, it's versatile. It goes with green salads, mild cheeses on its own, and it gives you like a little bit of a mouth hardening effect because of the acidity. Ooh, I got to try a little sip. Yeah. Beautifully described, too. Thank you. That I little, mean, yeah, I got that little tiny white pepper note. Exactly too. That's right. Very interesting. Uh, I, mm-hmm. was, I was not expecting that. That's cool. But that's Do I like, like rosé? Yeah, it's it's traditional Southern French style rosé, but made in uh, Southern California. Well, Central California. We'll call it Central California. In California. Yeah, in California. <laughs> really. <laughs> that's super cool. Uh, is this something that we're going to be tasting? I know we were talking about events and stuff coming up. Is this something that you're going to be tasting? I saw we have the uh, Summer of Rosé display back right, there. Right, right. So, so we that- do that every year. It's a wall of rosé from oh, all over the world. Okay. Um, put that up in um, like late April, early May. Okay. And run through the summer. And it's uh, about 60 rosés, um, about 20 from Europe and um, mostly Italy and, and France, but one or two from Spain. Uh, some from South America, some from California, and some from Oregon. 
Cool, all over. That's the good thing about rosé. They're different. You can use almost any grape for it. Oh, we've got somebody here taking a look. You want to see? Here, Michael, hold huh? the bottle to her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put the switch. You can all hear us right now, right? Great. Hey, We're trying. It's Go the summer of rosé. <laughs> this is our house wine expert. So if he suggests buying wine, I say definitely buy some wine. <laughs> that is the best part mm. of the gig, right? Ooh, that's refreshing. Yeah, we always we always try to have. Uh, this one is in the, the Napa Technology Machine, the wine machine where you get oh, the wine cool. key card. Yeah. So, you know, that's you can buy it by thing. the ounce, you can buy it by the bottle, anything in between. You know, I, I'm glad that you just brought that up because I forgot. We've been doing a lot of TikToks lately, mm. and I get tagged in other fun stores or fun products. They're like, oh, I want, I can't believe Jungle Gyms doesn't have one of those. And I was like, we actually have multiple of those. Thank yeah. you very much. I think we may have been first on the block with that. <laughs> what you should do is come over. It'd be a great TikTok. Yeah. Have somebody come in. They, have, they get the wine key card, they walk up, they put it in the machine, they're thinking, they're looking at it, and they have their glass right here, and they push the button, and it puts wine all over the front, because that happens a <laughs> lot. We try to tell people, it's going to happen as soon as you decide, have your glass where you want it to be before right. you hit the button. No. The very first person ever who used it put wine on her shoes. Oh, that's oh, awful, but that's also okay. awful funny. We made it up to her. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, it, it, how long, when we, we've had one of those, I feel like... It, for years and years at this point now, right? Yeah, it's been uh, over two years. That's crazy. And do people use that a lot? Pardon? Do people use that a lot? Sorry. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, people use that all the time because we have we have a little bit of sweet wines and stuff at the tasting bar where we mm -hmm. have all the beers. Sure. But we don't have, like, a, a large number of high-end wines because, you know, how many are you going to sell? You don't know. But when you put them in the machine, they'll last for, you know, two months. Now, oh. the bottles don't... It, they empty long before that. We go through, we change every bottle. Uh, like over the course of two weeks, we would change every bottle in there at least once, some sure. twice. But it's, it's just a, uh, a good way to try wine. I mean, the wines there range from $1.20 an ounce to $9 an ounce. I mean, there's, wow, a, okay. yeah, there's so a real price range. Yeah, no, that's kind of cool, though. I've, is there something, I'm sorry that now I'm derailing this to talk no. about. I'm like, oh, we're talking about events, but tell me about this machine. This is an event. But uh, it really is. Uh, is, what, is there some sort of storage process that makes it so that they last yeah, longer it, there? Yeah, it actually works on medical-grade argon. It's got... Compressed argon. That canisters. was not the answer I expected to get. Out of this. <laughs> and uh, oxygen is the corrosive element when it comes to wine. No oxygen ever hits the wine until it dispenses out of the machine. Oh. So it's like completely neutral state in the bottle with uh, compressed argon displacing you know the wine so there's never any oxygen in there. It's amazing. Sometimes you just got to get involved with the noble gases, yeah. I suppose. <laughs> I'll see thee, sir. Yeah, 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 right. yeah, exactly. Noble gas. <laughs> I, uh, so, uh, I, you know, now that I have derailed this entirely, you were mentioning we do have some events coming up. So we've got, uh, yeah, we do. We do. down the lineup. We've got uh, our regular Wednesday night situation, which is the back that glass up. And I know this isn't going up today or anything, but uh, starting on. We can tell them what they missed. Yeah. On uh, July 6th, we've got Camus Family. On July 13th, we've got a Judgment at Jungle thing. I did a, uh, a recreation of the 1976 uh, Judgment at Paris uh, a couple of months ago, which mm -hmm. was French wine and American wine, Chardonnay and Cabernet. And uh, this time we're going to do Italian wines 
in American wine. Just do a little compare and contrast. Wow, cool. Um, a lot of the times people think, you know, Italy is just Sangiovese and Arella Muscolese and Nerdavola and all the traditional Italian grapes. Mm -hmm. But um, there are some grapes that are grown in both places. Plus, Italy has become uh, really uh, just as successful as France at growing Cabernet and Merlot and Cabernet Franc and all the traditional French grapes. So we're going to do Poggio um, Allegazza, uh, which is uh, an Antonori uh, white wine. And we're going to compare that to an American Sauvignon Blanc and we'll do Savaro and compare it to an American Chardonnay. And then we'll do um, uh, probably a Primitivo from uh, Puglia in southern Italy and compare that to Zinfandel from Lodi. You know, there's, there's a lot of ways you can go. And we'll do probably four American wines, two white, two red, four Italian wines, two white, two red. And it'll start at 5 o'clock and go till 8 o'clock. And you can just join in any time. You don't have to show up at the very beginning. Oh, cool. You can come at any point, and you can just, we'll have a sheet printed up, and you can just get a little description of them and just decide which ones you want to try. Oh, that sounds like a ton of fun. I'm actually kind of regretting, now that I've heard this, I'm like, I can't believe I didn't come to the Paris one. Yeah, know? well, you should have. But, <laughs> you're learning. This is, this is all about just telling me yeah. what we missed. And what was the date on that again? I'm so sorry. Um, July 13th. Okay, cool. And so then, coming up. Uh, three days later, on July 16th, mm -hmm. we have our July fine wine walkabout in the wine department at Fairfield. And it'll be about 30 wines, um, anywhere from 20 to $80 a bottle, uh, unlimited samples from 1 o'clock to 3 o'clock for and a it, price of $20 for a bracelet. I, I do enjoy the walkabouts. That's uh, always fun. They're really the best deal in town. I mean, just one table would be worth $20 for right. tasting. And, you know, you get a lot of really fun people, and we have regulars, and we have people who've never heard of it, and people who drive 500 miles to get to Jungle Gyms because— who wouldn't? Right. I mean, it's, it's, and it's a great time. It's funny you mentioned that, too, because I've gone, I think, like three times now since I've been here. Mm -hmm. And I love that I've run into a couple of the same people each time. And it's it's like a cute little thing. As silly as that sounds. But it is kind of nice to go where everyone knows your name. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the other fun this thing. This is delicious, by the oh. way. Oh. I, I knew you would think so. Uh, and I knew that you would pick something awesome, but. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing that I didn't mention, the next week after that, on the 23rd, it, we, we're bringing back the sake to me, the, the oh, Japanese sake taste. that was so much fun. Yeah. We had uh, over 100 people show up for the first one. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, who knows? I, th I hope we get over 100 people again. But it's it's fabulous because, once again, I think we're only ten dollars for a bracelet. That one. So you mentioned the other one, the deal of the century. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I kind of feel like I I got out of line for ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it was great though. I mean, I tried a lot of things. I I had in particular. I I've actually been meaning to come ask you about this because I got a I got a yuzu sake. Yeah. And I I don't know if I've seen it again since I bought that bottle a few months ago. So we've been having a little bit of trouble getting some of the sake then from I, I Japan, obviously. But I think we have uh, two on the shelf right now. Oh, that is amazing news! Yeah, mm -hmm. it was it was wonderful. It was really refreshing, and I mm -hmm. I've been on a, a Yuzu kick. Yeah, exactly. I've been on a Yuzu kick lately too. So mm -hmm. that's fun. Oh wow, that's I'm really glad that's coming back. That was such a cool to me that you know obviously like the international wines and the sake and things of that nature to me are so intrinsically jungle gyms. I love that we're doing this stuff again. I you know I keep hoping that one day it can balloon into a full 
a festival style thing, you know, where maybe we get some international well, food pairings and that kind of fun stuff. That does sound like fun, but I will tell you, yeah, uh, we just did the uh, the Jungle Gyms Beer Fest, yeah. And that went over without hitch. It was beautiful. We had over a thousand people show up. It was really, really nice. So now we're hoping, and it's not on the calendar yet, but we'll put it out. Let's make wine, it happen. The International Wine Festival in uh, second uh, weekend of November. Oh, we haven't had it for the last two years. Okay, so maybe of, it's um, going to come out. COVID, but hey. I think we should be looking at the calendar for that to pop up soon. That would be really cool. Oh, I, you know, I, I and now that you've said it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I did remember we did that. But I've never been. You've never been, right? Yeah, I've only been to one Jungle Gyms Festival. It was before I worked here. Well, now, now I've been to two because I went to Beer Fest, which was great. Yeah, the layout was awesome. It was really fun to try. As a matter of fact, depending, I think this, people should be watching this either immediately before or after the clip from Beer Fest. <laughs> um, I love that we do this stuff, you know? It's fun. And it's and it, this is going to sound silly. Jimmy the other day was like, you always have a, have a, a bit of a human interest angle. But realistically, I really do love that it is an educational experience, ultimately, right? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, it's fun to drink wine and, you know, the benefits of drinking anything with a little alcohol in it. But at the same time, I feel like every time you and I sit down, or me and Ferd, if it's beer... I'm learning something totally new about my palate, about the manufacturing process. I mean, you've said at least 10 words today that I've never heard in my life before describing different grape types. <laughs> you know, I think that's so cool. And like, and I know, I know that we're uh, imparting that knowledge on, on the well, customer. We want, we want it to be something. I couldn't tell you how many times somebody comes into a, the beer and wine department and after a, a 15 second conversation, that's all it takes. They're like, I learned something today. Yeah. And that's what we want. Yeah, if they the learn right something questions. and they feel like, you know, you're interested in, in really paying attention to what they have to say and hearing them instead of just saying, oh, you want red wine? We got this on sale. Uh, right. That's not Jungle Gym. Yeah. No, Even we, though we do have that on sale. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, it's like you are welcome to shop through the closeouts. But yeah. yeah, we hire experts. I was trying to describe this to somebody. That, I was trying to describe this to somebody the other day where I was like, imagine they've just hired people who are like crazy in love with the thing they know about. Right. And mm -hmm. then they've put us on the floor to go, Hey, this is the thing I love. Let me tell you about it. It's such a cool. Well, people thing. can tell if you have passion about what you're doing. Yeah. And if you don't, you know, they can tell instantly and right. they, they'll lose interest and they'll go find someplace where yeah. they can get what they need. Goes to the path of least resistance in that regard. Right. You know, mm -hmm. very interesting. How's your, how's your uh, you. Formula One following? We talked about that a couple of times ago. I, I watched like the first race of the season <laughs> and then I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that that was still a thing. <laughs> My weekends have been really, really backed up. I've been doing a lot of just like, I'm always trying to find little side projects and acting gigs and things of that nature. And since I'm here midweek all the time, I'm usually like, okay, I'm going to take all of the fun projects and put that to the weekend. So I, I forget to do things like enjoy my life <laughs> in a normal way. Like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right, exactly. So yeah, what's been going on lately? I know our boy Max is still well, doing great. Max is is has gone on a roll for Red Bull. He's in first place in the championship, and his teammate Sergio Perez is now in second. And Charles Leclerc from Ferrari is dropped about fifty points back in third. Okay, and it's mostly it's there's nothing wrong with Leclerc. His car keeps breaking. Right. Uh, you know that traditional Ferrari reliability, <laughs> and uh, Red Bull had a little bit of that issue at the beginning of the year, but once they saw that. Uh, Ferrari contributed to uh, the winning streak a little bit by dropping out, but you know the cars are pretty much equal. So if you got Max Verstappen driving for you, you're in a good position. He's yeah. I think it'll be his second championship after by the end of the year. Really? Yeah. I he's mean, be that Max guy. is my kind of guy because he doesn't have any 
<sighs> you talk about passion. He doesn't love to win. He hates to lose. Oh, you okay. Know? I like that. You know, everybody, everybody likes to win. Sure. But you really have to hate to lose, and that's, that's Max. He's like, do um, you like tennis? I'm not su- – I, I would say no, just yeah. for the well, sake he's of like, brevity. You've heard of Rafa Nadal? No. Okay, so Rafa Nadal is 36 years old. He's from Spain. And ever since he was 19 years old, he's been one of the top three tennis players in the world. Wow. He holds the record for the most men's single Grand Slam championships. And, you know, he's had foot issues, arm injuries, all kinds of stuff. And yet here he is. He won the first two Grand Slams of the year, Australia and France. He's playing in Wimbledon right now. Wow. And, you know, he has the body of a 20-year-old and the brain of a 36-year-old and the foot of a 100-year-old. So Amazing. Yeah, he's doing great. He's just won his first round match at Wimbledon against mm-hmm. somebody half his age. And he's just... I always love that. He, he's insane. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's a, the quintessential uh, good sportsman. You know, everybody loves him. He's never, he never mocks anybody. He never throws his racket. He never complains. Yeah. You know, he has some things he does that might be a little annoying. He's a little bit of a slow player. He has like, he has like a routine he goes through before every point. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Interesting. Uh, but, you know, people talk about Roger Federer, like Roger Federer is the most sportsmanlike player ever. Roger's just Swiss, you know. <laughs> He's polite. <laughs> No. It's it's built into the culture. Yeah, we could use a little of that, <laughs> but not funny. too much. Yeah, I always love when you see an older competitor beat somebody half their age. And I I'm a, I love the extreme sports, right? And I was watching the X Games. I think it was 2021 or maybe it was 2020. But uh, one of my favorite things I watched and the whole time I was like, how is this not actually a Will Ferrell movie? Mm-hmm. But it was they had like the youngest X Games competitor ever. I think the kid was like 13 or 14 years old. Okay, skateboarding. And then they had one of these guys from like the Tony Hawk era. His name is Bucky Lassick. And I think he's 50. So it was it, like, it was that much of an age gap. And I'm pretty sure, I don't remember how it went down. I feel like in my head, Bucky won. But the point was that the two of them placed in the top two. And it was very funny to me to be like, oh, this guy who, by the way, with skateboarding, I'm very impressed in the post forties that you're still doing this. Oh. It was like a half pipe thing too. I was like, that looks terrifying. That's looked terrifying to me since I was a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> so I imagine it's very bad on your knees at this point, but uh, I always love that. And you know, Will Ferrell, if you're out there, uh, you should turn that into a movie <laughs> where I can just see you screaming at a 14 year old with a skateboard. So. And you should uh, dress as Ron Burgundy. Yeah, the whole time. <laughs> I, I'm in. I'm writing the script. Yeah. That's good. Do we have any races coming up? Uh, there's a race this weekend. Um, Great Britain. Ooh. Yeah. They just had a little bit of kerfuffle. Lewis Hamilton, who holds the all-time record for wind, poles, and um, championships, had a little bit of a issue. One of the... A uh, former champion from South America, Nelson Piquet, mm-hmm. used an inappropriate term describing him on a podcast. Uh-oh. Very inappropriate. Lewis is the only black driver in Formula One. I was afraid that that's where this was going. Yeah, I'm uh, afraid it, it did go there. But, uh, you know, Lewis took the high road, said, you know, there's no room for that anymore. I, I, hope, right. I hope his archaic attitudes change. Good luck to him. Yeah. Nice. Classic. And he shot I him. love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awful. Sometimes the world really kind of frustrates me. I'm just like, are we really this far along? Oh, my gosh. It's just a game. But 
not really. Um, something I wanted to ask you, I wanted to go back to wine real fast. I remembered, oh, good remember, idea. But, but before you asked me the question, I'm glad you did because <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm having the COVID brain fog moment again. <laughs> uh, but I wanted to ask when you all do these comparison tastings, this is someone, uh, I think someone will appreciate this question being asked, but are there, do you like, are there palate cleansers in between each wine? Like, so when you're comparing like an Italian wine versus a, an American wine, like, okay. So you like rub sandpaper on your tongue or something. Uh, okay. So in a situation like that, um, you don't want to have uh, sausage or cheese or anything, mm -hmm. maybe a cracker or a little bread and water. Okay. You, know, you want to be neutral because, right. you know, to be honest with you, certain cheeses make wines taste better. And they make other wines taste less agreeable. Oh, it depends oh, on the tannin level in the wine, the okay. acidity, the sweetness of the fruit, you know, the alkalinity of everything. You know, it, your 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 sensors on your tongue can like really fool you or be put into a bad position for the next wine. So you try to keep it as neutral as possible. You just want to get rid of uh, if there's something really strong from a prior wine, we get rid of that. But you know, you don't want to. Um, you don't want to put anything too uh, intense, too intense a flavor profile in in between. That's, I was hoping that would be like, I figured like a cracker or something like that, enough to just drown it out to be like, okay, does it really taste different now? Maybe some Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid, oh, oh, of no. course. <laughs> yeah, well, a little bit of Kool-Aid. You know, I got to be like uh, Burt Kreischer on his podcast and drink 128 ounces of Kool-Aid to start the day. Really? I'll send you this clip. It's if I'm ever having a bad day, it's this podcast. It's two comedians, Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura. And Tom finds out that Bert drinks this much Kool-Aid. And it's just two grown men in like a fit of hysterics for about six minutes where they, he's just like, I can't believe you drink. He's like, you're in your forties. You're drinking this much Kool-Aid every yeah, day. That's it's four amazing. cups of sugar. I can you even imagine? Yeah, yeah. I know. And the whole time I'm watching, I'm just like in my kidneys are in pain, you know? <laughs> But it is my go-to if I need a little booster in the day. Happy video. I just type in, you know, Burt Kreischer Kool-Aid and yeah. boom, did, there it did is. Did it come with a, a metformin, a diabetes pill? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, just 100 milligrams of metformin today. <laughs> I, well, he's, he's got the jug with him, I'm pretty sure, in the video, too, because it's, like it's like one of those giant thermal water tanks, you know. It's so yeah, I just give himself a Kool-Aid hat. See, that would have been smart. Yeah, you know, it's like be. a whole, or maybe get one of the the actual Kool Aid jar uh -huh. costumes. To see, we're we're really thinking things up. Yeah. We need it for oh, sure, thank you. The best part of the day, the refill. Appreciate it. And now I can have that clip for the thumbnail of me. So everybody watching the video now is going to be like, oh, is that why he's doing that for so long? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to get a good screenshot. <laughs> what would you pair with this? Um... This would be good with like a mild cheese, uh, nothing with a lot of age on it. Um, if you're having like, people always say, I can't find anything that goes with green salad. This goes with green I salad. I could see that too, being like yeah. kind of a bright, almost like, it feels like a mm -hmm. spring, summer, yeah. like fruity that salad. That chlorophyll thing isn't going to, isn't going to clash, <laughs> you know? A lot of the times, even with um, a Pinot Noir, the t there's a little bit of tannin in it. Yeah. And just tannin and the chlorophyll and you know, whatever salad dressing you put on. Sure. Yeah, it just doesn't fit. Yeah. This is nice. This is this would actually be best if we were sitting sitting next to the pool or on the boat. Yeah. Oh, I could yeah. be into that. Oh, yeah. We should go out to, next time we do this, we'll go out to the pool out front. Oh, that's a good idea. Wouldn't that be fun? 
Oh, I don't know. That water looks clear. I guess it's okay. So I found out. I actually did get in it recently, uh-huh. and I found out it is an actually. Clo- it's like a they take care of it like an actual pool. Like it is intended to be as such. So maybe don't go in the next day after a rainstorm, but mm-hmm. usually with a little good notice. I'm I'm I am gonna do a bit out there at some oh. point soon. So well, you know, rain rainstorms are bad for pool water. They uh, they lower the alkalinity. Oh, really? And the pH. Yeah. And with the pH gets low, and the chlorine doesn't work anymore. Oh, so I wonder how they combat that too, because I know oh, it's like it's pH plus. You know what it is? Baking soda. You put really? a little baking soda in, just raises the it. the pH level, and then the chlorine works. Wild! I had no idea. That's so cool. See? What else do you know? Well, let's see. Uh, <laughs> by the way, for the science, the science people out there, if you decide to leave this in, mm-hmm. yeah, the James in. Webb Space Telescope goes active today. Oh, today as in the day that we're taping? Yes. Okay, cool. So yeah. by the time the, this airs, it'll have been active for a week. Absolutely. And oh, maybe I can get some pictures already. Well, they've, they've got a few pictures already, but I mean, some of the scientists who are working on it are so excited, they think they're going to find proof of alien life almost instantly because... This thing is so much more powerful and so much more uh, precise than even the Hubble telescope. Wow. It can see through dust because it's an infrared telescope, okay. not a mirror telescope. Yeah. But they can convert that infrared into, you know, pictures that we can see, obviously. Otherwise, it would be fairly useless. Oh, my gosh. But that's gonna they're going to be able to see, you know, 13 billion years back into, you know, the past and see what actually happened at the beginning right. of uh, time. So wild to think about. We need we need a uh, jungle gyms observatory here. I'll spearhead that project. Ooh, that'd be fun. I have a huge Dobsonian reflector right now, so mm-hmm. I'm like I can invest a little more time into this <laughs> hobby. I love it. Like, I've always been an amateur astronomer, and I'd like to upgrade to intermediate. But uh, I haven't really. It's funny though saying that because I haven't really followed the Webb Telescope too much. I've been kind of just waiting for the pictures to show up. It's you know it's really interesting. Um, there's a trillion things that could have gone wrong. Mm-hmm. And so far, everything's working better than they projected. That's amazing. So, oh. I can't wait myself. I'm excited. I, I love that stuff. It's just, it, you know, I, I really wish the public was still super excited by the space program. You know, maybe we still are. Maybe we just don't hear about it enough. I, I think the numbers are just um, completely confounding. I mean, you're talking, you know, billions for this and, you know, Going to Mars would cost a trillion dollars. Yeah, like, what we does just that spent, even mean? We just spent five trillion dollars on on uh, causing inflation. So right, exactly. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can handle it. We can go to Mars. The money's yeah. not real. Just go. Yeah. It's fine. It's like we're just yeah. ask the Fed to print another trillion dollars. Yeah, there we it's go. fine. Yeah, exactly. I'll cut and paste that. You know, <laughs> <laughs> we'll take uh, this wine to Mars. What what, what <laughs> wine would you pair with the uh, the Martian desert? Oh, you know? oh my God, yeah, something, heavy something. sulfur v- smells. <laughs> I mean, a lot of sugar because you're going to be dead very shortly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that's where we should end the show then. Mm. (laughs) My untimely demise in space. Well, I'm excited about these upcoming events, Michael. I think we've got some good stuff going on. Yep. Just to recap. Yeah. uh, Every Wednesday night, we have a back that glass up from five to eight. And uh, tonight is over 90 under 30, which no one will know about on this podcast. Next week is Camus, which maybe people will know about. Okay. The week after that is the Italy versus America, uh, blah, 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 which will be hilarious, fun, and I, delicious. That, that sounds a lot, like a lot of fun. I'm excited for yeah. that one. And don't forget the walkabout and Saki Tumi. the 16th, right? Yeah, that's the 16th and the 23rd. Walkabout, 16th, Saki Tumi, 23rd. I'm so excited about the walk. Uh, the Saki is going to be fun. Cool. Thanks, All Michael. Right. I really oh, appreciate you coming by. My pleasure. Yeah.
We really do have to meet up and watch one of the Formula One together. I'm telling you. <laughs> you watch it with somebody who knows what's going on, it takes a whole new element. That's what I need, I think. Because, like, I enjoyed it, but I definitely felt like, okay, am I... Why are these guys going around in circles? It's right. not a circle. Right, exactly. It's a circuit. <laughs> <laughs> Michael B., thank you so much for your time. I always appreciate it. I always get to learn something fun. And in this case, I found out that I loved Rosé, it turns out. Great news for me. And welcome now to the Jungle Gyms podcast after dark. We'll be sitting here in the studio today in the dark. <laughs> hey, I want to make sure I plug this in for all of you. I want to collaborate with you as the audience. Look, a lot of you reach out to me on TikTok. A lot of you reach out to me in email. And you're like, how do I get on the show? Well, it's really simple. I try to tell you in most episodes. And in this case, what I'm hoping for, like I said earlier in the show, I want to collaborate with people who have some unorthodox food pairings. And I don't want you just to send me like, oh, what if you put Oreos and tuna fish together? No, I, I want you to tell me that thing that you're afraid to tell your friends is good or you might have told your friends was good and they were kind of like, I don't know about that. Uh, you know, we've gotten some fun ones recently. I'm really excited to share, but I would love to hear from all of you. So you can send me these unorthodox food pairings at podcast at junglegyms.com. You can call and leave a voicemail if you want on the podcast hotline at area code 513-674-6855. We'll do the whole thing. Look, it'll be fun. And then guess what? If you have something that really blows my mind, I'm going to invite you to try it on the show with me. And you can really, you'll have an opportunity to tell everyone that you're not crazy and we'll see what I think about the pairing. It should be a ton of fun. So get ready for that. And some upcoming episodes, we got some fun stuff. You know, I'm doing a whole travel-focused episode soon. So, you know, Jungle Gyms, it's a bit of a destination. And I want to talk to you about some of the fun stuff that's in the area that you can do when you come here to visit us. Because, you know, if you look up Fairfield, Ohio, you might not see a whole lot about it. But I'm going to tell you all. I'm going to uncover some hidden gems, okay? And then you can mine them in the middle of the store. It'll be great. I don't know if that's allowed or not. Someone will tell me if so before the episode airs. Um, uh, and then we've got, like I told you, I keep promising it, but I'm, uh, this is where my perfectionism keeps coming in. We'll get the beer fest footage out soon. I just want it to look awesome. I want it to sound awesome. It's going to be great, and we're really close to it. It almost made this week's episode. I did that annoying creator thing where I was like, no, cut it at the last minute. We'll just put something else in here. It'll be fine. And you know what? I still think it was a great episode. So on that, leave those reviews. Send me some of your unorthodox food pairings. How many times can I say unorthodox food pairings in one episode? If you get the right answer, I'll probably give you like a $2 gift card. Okay, great. On that, thank you so much for watching. And in the meantime, I'll see you out there in the aisles, but after dark. The Jungle Gyms podcast is recorded in the WJJI studio inside Jungle Gyms International Market in Fairfield, Ohio. The Jungle Gyms podcast is produced and hosted by Mark Borison.